In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Tonight, beloved in the Lord, I want to reflect with you on the title of this feast day. Now we know that this is the day commemorating the event of which the Gospel of John declares, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, exactly nine months before Christmas. That is to say, March 25th is the feast of the Sarkosis, the enfleshing of God's Son into human nature and human history. Surely, this divine act by which God intrudes himself personally into human experience is what defines the significance of the day, the Incarnation. Then why don't we call it the Feast of the Incarnation? Why do we call it that? Are we mislabeling it? This is not the name by which it is called by the church. The official name of this feast, and in the Orthodox Church, everything official is in Greek, is Evangelismos Tis Theotoku. Translated strictly, the expression means the evangelizing of the Theotokos. We call it the Annunciation because that's what the Roman Catholics call it because they're using Latin, but that's not the name of the feast in the Orthodox Church. It's the evangelizing of the Theotokos. Evangelismos tis Theotoku. In other words, when the Church seeks to identify the significance of this feast day, she places her emphasis less on the objective fact of the Incarnation than on the subjective experience of a woman who hears and believes the proclamation of the Evangelion, the Gospel. The heart of this feast day is contained in its very name, Evangelismos, literally, literally, evangelism. Evangelismos, evangelism is... And not just evangelism, but evangelism in his most perfect reception, in the faith of the heart of the Virgin Mary. At the point when Gabriel approached her, she was the very best that the human race had to offer. We believe that at the point in which Gabriel approached her, that point 
was the point toward which all biblical history had been moving. All the times that God spoke to the prophets, revealed the scriptures, are fulfilled in that moment, in that woman. You notice tonight we had Old Testament readings from all three sections of the Hebrew Bible. That's pretty standard, by the way, in the Orthodox faith. When you have these Old Testament readings from feast days, you usually pick one from the Torah, one from the prophets, one from the writings. Tonight it was, it was Exodus, Ezekiel, and Proverbs. It's, it's standard. All, everything God said to Moses in the burning bush, everything God said to, to Isaiah in the temple, all of that was to prepare for this one moment, for this one Jewish woman. So has the Christian imagination always felt. It was as the spokesman for that Christian imagination that William Wordsworth published his famous sonnet, The Virgin, in 1822. Wordsworth, a romantic poet, not an orthodox, not a theologian, a romantic poet. Mother whose virgin bosom was uncrossed with the least shadow of thought to sin allied. Woman above all women glorified our tainted nature's solitary boast. Purer than foam on central ocean tossed, brighter than eastern skies at daybreak strewn with fancied roses, than the unblemished moon before her wane begins on heaven's blue coast. Thy image falls to earth, yet some I ween, not unforgiven, the suppliant knee might bend as to a visible power, a wish did blend all that was mixed and reconciled in thee, of mother's love with maiden purity of high with low, celestial with terrene. Some decades after this visit of Gabriel, the Jewish mother of the Savior sat and had a long conversation with a Gentile Christian, a physician named Luke, and told us in the story what happened in her youth. Luke wrote it all down, just as she told it. And that first-hand account from the only eyewitness forms the evangelismos of our assembly here tonight. Another herald angel you didn't know there were angels named Harold, did you? <laughs> You've been reading, you reading Charlie Brown back in the 80s with men that. Harold Angel is the name of a little boy. 
another herald angel tonight, the deacon, proclaimed it. He was a precol. One proclaimed it. We stood here and heard it. Same story. The first Christian words of the specifically Christian message are, Behold, you will receive in your son, in your womb, and bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus. In the Troparion, we chanted tonight and say that today is the beginning of our salvation. It's the first proclamation of the Christian gospel. Behold, you will receive in your womb and bear a son. She receives that news. Mary's initial response to this proclamation of the gospel was a simple request for more information. She doesn't question in a doubting sense. To question in a doubting sense is always a sin. It's always the first step of the loss of faith if you question in a doubting sense. If all you're looking for is more information, that's what you're supposed to do. You see, you, we, we human beings are not dumb animals. When we disobey, we don't disobey like cats disobey. When we obey, we don't obey like dogs obey. We are human beings. The obedience God requires of us involves our hearts and our minds. Proper response to the word of God must be a thoughtful response. The thing we most need to cultivate to hear the word of God is the chaste and devout mind. Faithful obedience to God's word always engages the thought of the mind, the probing mind, the devout mind, the mind as it approaches the burning bush. In the Gospel of Luke, beloved in the Lord, the mother of Jesus is portrayed as the model of faith for all Christians. This is why we name this feast day for Mary rather than for Jesus. Her soul is that good soil of which Luke later says some seed fell on the good soil. East teen gene, teen agathene. I put this in because I thought one or other of my Greek students would be here tonight, but they're not. But it's here. Fell on good soil and bore fruit. In the parable's explanation in, in Luke 8, God bless you, Jesus speaks of those who, hearing with a fine and good heart, in cardia, Kali, Kai Agathi Akusantes. Kardia Kali, where calligraphy means beautiful writing, right? Callistos is most beautiful, right? In Kardia Kali, Kai Agathi. Those who with a fine and good heart 
grab hold of the word, grab hold of the word like the soil grabs hold of the seed. Ton logon katakasin, grabs hold of the word. The proper reception of God's word involves the moral qualities of the heart. This, I believe, is why we call today Evangelismos Tis Theotoku, the evangelizing of the Theotokos. Amen.